This is the scene outside the home of John Roberts, the Chief Justice of the United States Supreme Court. Protesters very upset about the leaked opinion overruling, overturning Roe versus Wade. Judge Alito, of course, the author of that. Protesters are protesting, drawing coat hangers on the sidewalks and on the streets and shouting, some might even say screeching. This is what it sounds like, and this is only at 50% volume, my friends. That's only 50%. I, I promise. So it's about what you'd expect. Now, that's right outside the home of the Chief Justice of the United States of America. And I do recall many people telling us that activities like this were almost insurrectionary. This was trying to interfere with the democratic process. This is going to be the end of America. If there's any type of, uh, you know, sort of aggression or conversation about fighting like hell, you know, that type of stuff. But maybe that doesn't apply if you're on the other side of the political spectrum. I don't know. But we do know there is a federal law against what we just saw. Here's what it looks like. It's 18 U.S. Code 1507, picketing or parading. Whoever with the intent to interfere with or obstruct, impede the administration of justice, hmm, or with the intent of influencing any judge, oh, or juror or anybody else in the discharge of his duty or her, so very equitable and inclusive on this show, or near a building housing a court of the United States, or in or near a building or residence, oh, occupied or used by a judge, or with such intent uses any soundtrack or similar device to do anything of this, shall be fined under this title or imprisoned for not more than one year or both. And you can see why this might be something that's a reasonable law, because you actually don't want judges to be biased by, I don't know, like a mob boss or something. You know, you send out some gangsters outside of a judge's house and, uh, you know, maybe Tony doesn't get convicted the next day. You want to avoid that type of stuff. Uh, in this case, it's a different type of mob, but still needs to be addressed. Now, Many people have noted that there is sort of a different standard that applies to one side of the political spectrum versus the other side of the political spectrum. You may be the person who notices that. And that's also something that's being discussed at the White House. In fact, Jen Psaki got a question about that today. Psaki got asked by this reporter, hey, you know, there was a pretty big difference between how you dealt with those teacher protesters who were upset with what was being taught in schools and how you're handling these protests. What gives, Saki? Let's listen. I do want to ask as well, I mean, the Department of Justice was very swift in responding to school board members who felt like they were really being harassed quick. and intimidated a, um, a couple months back. Does the president feel that the demonstrations outside of, say, Justice Alito's home, um, are those attempts to interfere or intimidate? Well, I think I said yesterday, but I'm happy to repeat because I think it's important for everybody to hear Thanks, that Jen. the president's long-standing view has been that violence, threats, and intimidation of any kind have no place in political discourse. What? Threats, violence, intimidation? Hmm, well, maybe they weren't getting violent yet, but was that intimidation? They're talking about them being responsible for the deaths of women all across America. Unless they change their vote and do what Saki and Biden want. Let's listen. We believe, of course, in peaceful protests. What I do find is interesting, um, and I think most many people have noted, is that there are voices on the right who have called out 
um, this uh, protests that are happening okay. uh, while remaining <clears throat> silent for years on protests that have happened outside of the homes of school board members, the Michigan no. Secretary of State, or including threats made to women seeking reproductive health care or even an insurrection against our capital. So I know that there's an outrage right now, I guess, about uh, protests that have been peaceful to date, and we certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes, and that's the president's position. But the silence is pretty deafening about all of the other intimidation that we've seen a to a number of people. This is a pending court okay. case, though. That's where the federal law comes into place. This is a oh. pending court case. Well, but I, I think that uh, intimidation and protests and intimidation outside of the homes of school board members, the Michigan Secretary of State, uh, you know, intimidation and threats against people seeking legal reproductive health care uh, and against our capital and American democracy also warrant some outrage. And we haven't yeah, really yeah, seen yeah, that. Yeah, Jen, 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 Jen. Jen. You said that you support peaceful protests, but you mobilized the entire federal government to arrest and prosecute many peaceful protesters, many of whom were there on January 6th. You did the same thing with the U.S. Department of Justice and Merrick Garland when you were upset with the about the parents going and yelling at the teachers, which were peaceful yells. That's all they were doing. Same thing that's happening here. And so you mobilized the federal agencies to go respond to those so-called peaceful protests. Hmm. And you're calling the Republicans silent on that and having a double standard. But on this one, you're not mobilizing any federal law enforcement people for these protests. You were consistent with the other two. Why is that? Why were those protests worthy of the federal heavy hand? And this one's not. Well, pretty obvious. Those had a political expediency to them. This one does not. It actually does the other way. So you see photographs, which we'll get to, of law enforcement just standing around watching people protesting, because what do they care? They're not going to arrest anybody. They're not Trumpers. Many, many photographs now of exactly what's happening around the country. We see this one was outside. I believe now they're outside. This one may have been outside Nancy Pelosi's actual place. You see they're calling all of the five conservative justices liars, Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, Amy Coney Barrett. Alito and Thomas all listed here, rise up for abortionrights.org as liars. Okay. We have another one. This one's outside the home of Justice Alito, beautiful house there. And, uh, oh, they're still masking up. All right. So that's perfect. And they're saying repro freedom, protesting, picketing right outside the judge's house. And we see a police officer just standing there, oh, yucking it up. Okay. Here's another one. Pro-abortion rights advocates stage a protest outside Alito's house in Fort Hunt neighborhood in Alexandria, Virginia. Safe abortion is a human right. Hey, Kavanaugh, resign now. And they're all masked up still. <laughs> it's like, come on. All right. Well, look, if you're going to protest, you got to make sure you are also in proper attire, don't you? So that everybody knows just how woke you really are. Now, this officer understands exactly what's going on. Law enforcement officers stand between the abortion rights advocates and the home of Justice Alito. And I don't really know what he's reacting to, but you see these two ladies, they're yucking it up about something, just oh, abortion or whatever, you know? And he's just like, oh my gosh, what's happening here? And uh, you can understand why that might be. Another officer walking past some candles outside of Alito's home. Now, my understanding is they've all been moved to safe locations, and so they're not in any danger, but there's still a federal statute that, my goodness, if this were Republicans showing up at 
uh, you know, some other judge's house, I'm sure things might be interpreted a little bit differently by this current administration. They'd say this is an insurrection. They're trying to interfere with the democratic process. They'd probably form another January 6th select committee that is illegally constituted and run with that. And the media would just let them do it. But Jen Psaki got asked about this. And here is what her take is from Ducey just a couple days prior to the prior recording that we listened to earlier. About yesterday, so just about moving forward, these activists posted a map with the home addresses of the Supreme Court justices. Is that the kind of thing this president wants to help your side make their point? Do you Look, care, Jen? The president's view is that there's a lot of passion, a lot of fear, uh, a lot mm. of uh, sadness from many, many people across this country about what they saw in that leaked document. Uh, we obviously want people's privacy to be respected. We want people to protest peacefully if they want to to protest. That is certainly what the president's view would be. So he doesn't care if they're protesting outside the Supreme Court Holmes. or outside someone's private residence. I, I don't have an official U.S. government position on where people protest. Oh. I want it. We, we well, want it, of course, to be peaceful. And certainly the president would want people's uh, privacy to be respected. Mm. But I think we shouldn't lose the point here. The reason people are protesting is because women across the country are worried about their fundamental rights that have been law for 50 years, their rights to make choices about their own bodies and their own health care are at risk. That's why people are. Don't you love the empathy? Oh my gosh, so much empathy. They're just scared and they're hurting and they're confused and they don't know what to do and everything's a mess now because of this leaked document, even though, you know, as many people are speculating, not a whole lot's going to change because a lot of this has already sort of been codified at the state level in many ways. But here she's now going to just, uh, listen, we have to understand the protesters. And they have a right to do it. Ducey's saying, yeah, but they have a map of their homes. You don't have an official position on protesters going to homes of politicians or judges, in this case, who are supposed to be independent. And the law also articulates illegality if you do it. But Jen doesn't care. Well, no official position on any of that. Well, we do know that some of this came across on Twitter. This is the organization that actually posted the map of all the justices' houses. You see Ruth Sent Us is the name of the organization, which is really what's so kind of interesting about this entire ordeal is if Ruth Bader Ginsburg would have retired early rather than passing away on the bench... Well, the Democrats probably wouldn't have had Amy Coney Barrett on there and they probably wouldn't be in this predicament, but Ruth Bader Ginsburg had to fight on home. And so Ruth sent us, well, don't doubt that. Sure, she did. Here we see, thank you, rise up for abortion and more for pulling together in record time. We're going to be marching on the front door now of Speaker Pelosi's Heights Mansion to demand to defend Roe. All right, it's fine. I mean, if they're going to be protesting everywhere, nobody does anything. Yeah, go to get the Democrats too. What do I care? Here is another indicator of what the Democrats were doing on the internet. Brett Kavanaugh's house looks like this on Google Maps Street View. And so Google actually blurred out the house so the people who are walking by sort of, you know, couldn't, couldn't see it, identify and say, oh, that's the one. Now you could probably, through the powers of deduction and human reasoning, make a conclusion if you're still on the map and say, well, I can see this house and I can see this house. And so now maybe I can reasonably conclude this house is Judge Alito's. I don't know. It's kind of like those games when you put the little thing under the cups and you flip them around. It can be confusing. So maybe there's something else going on here that I'm missing. But once all of this was swirling around, look how many likes there were. 29,000.6 likes, right? The Democrats were all over this. They were saying, hey, this is 
the hot topic now, it's sort of uh, was COVID and pandemic, and then we got the Ukraine for a little while, and now it's Roe. And so they're going to probably change their profile pictures to, you know, coat hangers or something. But it's now the cause du jour. And when they were swarming around all of these tweets, Google finally just got rid of one of the maps that they were using to consolidate all this information. And so Google will allow you oftentimes to add user-generated data onto it. A group was using Google Maps to organize the protest against SCOTUS, writes this user, including picketing outside the homes. Here's how Google handled it. Now, this person was very unhappy about this. I can't believe Google, those conservative right-wingers, deleted the map. He says, we need our own tech. Mm. Meaning, I guess they're going to create their own parlor or something like that that's going to be used to harass judges of the United States. But it's not good form. Even the very liberal Washington Post is acknowledging this, saying, to picket a judge's home is problematic, the editorial board writes. It tries to, to bring direct public pressure to bear on a decision-making process that must be controlled, evidence-based, and rational if there's to be any hope of an independent judiciary and the opinion, leave the justices alone at home. Yeah, go protest at the court, go protest on Congress, on Capitol Hill, but going to people's homes is a whole different ballgame. And they, of course, are doing that. And we'll see how long these protests continue and whether the judges can return home soon. Other headlines saying there's a lot of speculation about how this opinion will go, but from what we're hearing, doesn't look like it's going to shake any judges off one way or another. And so we'll wait for the official opinion to come out from the Supreme Court. And when it hits, we'll, of course, cover it. If there's anything new, we maybe already covered it in the last video that we did, but there will be more to come almost certainly. And we'll continue to cover it. I hope you join us on that journey. I would love it if you subscribed before you got out of here. And I look forward to seeing you on the next one.